Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is June 1st. Today we continue on with our Come Follow Me block and we continue talking about The Last Supper. Today we're going to get more specifically into The Last Supper and to the symbols of the sacrament that the Savior gave his disciples. Now keep in mind, the Savior did this at their Passover meal. The Passover for Jews was one of the most sacred meals and sacred festivals that they had as a Jewish faith. And so it's no coincidence that the Savior gave this institute of the sacrament at a Passover meal. He was trying to teach and show his disciples that the Passover would be changed, that the Passover would become different and new, and we would now worship God and show our reverence and thanks to God, not through a Passover meal, but through the sacrament that Christ instituted here at the Last Supper. Before we get specifically into the verses, there were a couple of quotes about the sacrament that I really wanted to share. They were so good. In his book, Teachings of Gordon B. Hinckley, President Hinckley said, we are covenant people. I have had the feeling that if we could just encourage our people to live by three or four covenants, everything else would take care of itself. We would not have to have anything else except to go forward with our program. The first of these is the covenant of the sacrament, in which we take upon ourselves the name of the Savior and agree to keep his commandments with the promise in his covenant that he will bless us with his spirit. If our people would go to sacrament meeting every week and reflect as they partake of the sacrament on the meaning of the prayers which are offered, If they would listen to the language of those prayers, which were given by revelation and live by them, we would be a better people. All of us would be. That is the importance of the sacrament meeting. The speakers are incidental. The great thing is we gather together and partake of the sacrament together. I love what President Hinckley teaches us here about how if we can just focus on our covenants and really focus on renewing those covenants, then it would keep us on track with everything else. He makes specific mention on focusing on the prayers and the words of the prayers that were given by Revelation. I think that that's so important. I think our focus during the sacrament means everything for us. I have a son who's a new deacon, and so I know oftentimes during the sacrament, I'm so focused on him and making sure he's in the right place and not spilling the water and things like that. Sometimes I get so hung up on those little details that I forget to focus on the meaning of what I'm doing, the meaning of this beautiful ordinance of the sacrament. When we partake of the sacrament, are we truly renewing those covenants with our Father in heaven, or are we going through the motions and taking the bread and the water? There was a period of my life when as the prayers were offered, In my head, I would say yes, and I would agree to those prayers. And as I was partaking of the sacrament, as I was partaking of the bread and the water, I was saying in my head to my Heavenly Father that I wanted to renew my covenants with Him and that I would continue to strive to live those covenants. That was all before I had kids. (laughs) Church changes a little bit when you have kids. That's just the simple truth of it. But the sacrament was more meaningful for me when I was partaking of the sacrament that way, when I was really concentrating and putting all my efforts on renewing my covenants with my Father in heaven. So I love that quote by President Hinckley. There's a second quote by David O. McKay that's similar, but I really like how he says it. He says, there are three things fundamentally important associated with the administration of the sacrament. 
The first is self-discernment. It is introspection. This do in remembrance of me, but we should partake worthily, each one examining himself with respect to his worthiness. Secondly, there is a covenant made, a covenant even more than a promise. A covenant, a promise, should be as sacred as life. That principle is involved every Sunday when we partake of the sacrament. Thirdly, there is another blessing, and that is a sense of a close relationship with the Lord. There is an opportunity to commune with oneself and to commune with the Lord. We meet in the house that is dedicated to Him. We have turned it over to Him. We call it His house. Well, you may rest assured that He will be there to inspire us if we come in proper attune to meet Him. I love that promise that President McKay gave, that it is His house, that we partake of the sacrament and renew those covenants in His house. And if we will treat that experience like the sacred experience that it is, we can trust that he will meet us in that experience and that by his spirit, we will feel him and feel the importance of that covenant that we're making and renewing with him. So let's jump into these verses and let's kind of get into some of the words used here and see what we can learn. So let's take a look at the sacrament prayer or the ordinance as the Savior teaches his disciples found in Luke chapter 22. This is in verses 19 and 20. It says, And he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. So let's take a look at what the Savior says here and what we can actually learn about the sacrament based on what's taught here. In verse 19, it says, He took the bread and gave thanks and break it. Now, what's interesting to me as I was studying this is all of a sudden I realized that our sacrament prayers do not include a thanks for the bread. Isn't that interesting? The Savior took the bread and gave thanks and then he broke it. So obviously he said some sort of prayer over that bread, but that prayer must have included gratitude. So why don't we have gratitude in our sacrament prayers? I thought about this a lot today as I was considering these verses and considering our sacred prayers given through revelation. And as I was thinking about this, the thought that kept coming to me was that our prayer or our sacrament prayer doesn't contain specific thanks, possibly because we are supposed to provide that gratitude. Maybe the prayer doesn't specifically give gratitude, but are our hearts giving that gratitude? Are our hearts lifted up in joy and gratitude for the ordinances that we are about to receive? I think gratitude is an essential part of the sacrament, and where it's not found in our sacramental prayers, that gratitude should be found in each of our hearts. It goes on and it says, He break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. I think it's so important here that the Savior points out that he is giving his life for his disciples and for those who would follow him, that his life wasn't being taken from him, but freely given by him. Very, very important distinction. And then it says, this do in remembrance of me. My friends, when we sit down in sacrament, as we approach the sacrament table, as we approach Sunday, do we approach that opportunity in remembrance of the Savior. I've already admitted I have a tendency to focus way too much on worrying about my son. But how could that ordinance change for us 
if our minds and our hearts were focused on the Savior and his sacrifice. There's a reason I believe that the Savior says, this do in remembrance of me. And our sacrament prayers talk about that as well, that we will always remember him. Truly remembering the Savior is an essential part of the ordinance of the sacrament and something that we need to focus on as we partake of the sacrament. Continuing on, it says, likewise, also the cup after supper saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. I wonder what the disciples were thinking at this time. First of all, the Savior says, do this, partake of the bread in remembrance of me. I wonder if there was a part of them that was like, well, why do we have to remember you? You'll be with us, right? And then here he says, well, drink this in remembrance of the blood that I've shed for you. Even though the Savior was very clear, it must have been a very confusing, very heart-heavy time for the disciples as they listened to the Savior talk about his death like this. But I think it's so important to recognize in this verse, it says, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. The Savior was teaching that this is the new way to remember me. This is the new way to covenant with me. The Passover, as sacred and as beautiful and as important as it is, has now changed into this new covenant, this new testament. And we remember our Savior and his miracles and his deliverance, no longer with the Passover meal, but with the sacred sacramental offerings. My friends, I testify that as we prepare for the sacrament, as we reflect on ourselves and our lives, and as we focus on the Savior, The ordinance of the sacrament can hold a very sacred, very holy place for us as we renew our covenants with him and draw closer to him each week. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.